Hello, my friends, and good Thursday morning to you. Thank you so much for being with us today. My name is Roger, and behind the scenes is my wife, Angie, and together we make up the Barnabas Bridge. This week, we're talking about what I think is an important matter, and we're calling it out in the margins. The understanding is that uh, as Christian people, what do we do uh, because God has called us out of the margins and brought us into the main story, the main text of what he's writing in our day and age, in our environment, in our towns, in our jobs, in our families. What do we do with that in reaching people who are outside of the margins? How does that look like in our lives and how should we present ourselves? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, for a, a number of years now, Angie and I have just been blessed by going to a retreat center here in Nebraska. We've gone there multiple times, and it's, a, it's a, just a really wonderful place that has God everywhere you turn. And, uh, and so for us, it's just a real separation from the world and a time away. But at this retreat center, they've got uh, on a hillside, uh, kind of through some natural grasses, they've got a prayer walk. And it's really, uh, for me, it's just always a moving, important time. Uh, when we go up there and we walk through it and we read the plaques and we pray and we kind of discuss what the writing is and it's just a, a time to think about things in the world. And I think in this idea of out in the margins, how do we reach out in the margins, maybe this place is where it all started. Because in this plaques, each and every one of them has somebody, um, some prayer idea for a marginalized group of people in society. Whether it is women who have been abused, uh, people who are dying alone, uh, people who have addiction to drugs, people who have just all kinds of these worldly problems. And this prayer walk is inviting you to consider them. You, me, who have been saved by the blood of the Lamb. And if nothing else, Pray for them and pray that God intervenes in their lives, doing our part to consider them and to count them not as lost, but maybe just off track as we once were. Well, we've been going there for years and it's always a moving time, but I'll have to tell you a story um, that the first time that I went there, that prayer walk was extremely convicting for me. Because, you know, I, I was kind of a hardliner when it came to people who were off track. Uh, let's use the drug addiction people. I, I had this idea that people really needed to pick up, their, pick up themselves off the ground and get on track and get moving. I had really very little compassion for people who were outside of the margins, uh, who I considered had made their own mess and now they could lie in it. But I'll tell you that hard stance, that critical opinion for others, isn't at all what God is about. And it is not, there's no way that that stance of accusations and really judgment is ever going to reach those people and invite them into the story, just as God did for me. <laughs> This week we've talked about Pharisees um, being uh, the cool kids or whatever. Maybe that's who I was. But I'll tell you what, a number of times now, many times, I've walked that prayer walk. 
And God has helped me see through the uh, facade of myself and really see how needy I was and am in so many different ways. And if I know him as my Lord and Savior, then how could I possibly look down my spiritual nose at those who don't and say they just need to get it together? Well, I think this is backed up in Scripture on many, many, many occasions, but I want to share with you a story uh, right out of the pages of history. And it's in Acts chapter 26, and we're going to begin around verse 12 or so. And this is the, this is the story about the Apostle Paul. And, and Paul had been working for the Lord for many, many years. He, Because of God's strength and God's power and God's direction, Paul was invited out of the margins, from way out of the margins. In fact, persecuting the church, hunting down Christians and imprisoning them, men, women, and child, bringing them to death, I'm sure. God brought him from out of there and brought him into the main story. And now, many years later, as we're picking up Paul's story today, he's under arrest, and he's being grilled by the local authorities, King Agrippa. And his crime was no more than being outside of the mar- their margins that they had set in their critical view of Christianity or of Jesus. They were looking down their noses at Paul because he had preached Christ. They were persecuting Paul. They were treating him terribly, and all Christians, really. And so you think, if Paul had his big opportunity, right? This was his chance to get in front of the king and tell him, all the things that he's doing wrong to society or to Christianity. Give him a a one-two punch about what Paul knew to be right and how this guy should get his act together and just get on board. But you know, it wasn't anything like that at all because Paul remembered who he was in the old days and how his life had changed. And he knew for sure that God had called him out of the margins and has now instructed him and given him the story to tell others. In chapter 26 of the book of Acts, verse number 9, Paul is speaking and he says, I too was convinced that I ought to do all that was possible to oppose the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And that is just what I did in Jerusalem. On the authority of the chief priest, I put many of the saints in prison, and when they were put to death, I cast my vote against them. You hear that? How far out of the margins? He thought he was part of the the real story. Bringing people to death. Many a time I went from one synagogue to another to have them punished, and I tried to force them to blaspheme. In my obsession against them, I even went to foreign cities to persecute them. The hardline stance of Paul, of knowing in his mind, thinking that he was right in every way. But then verse 12 says this, On one of these journeys, I was going to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priest. About noon, O king, as I was on the road, I saw a light from heaven brighter than the sun blazing around me and my companions. 
We all fell to the ground, and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. Then I asked, Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, the Lord replied. So what's going on here is that God came into Paul's life and redirected everything. He is bringing him out of the margins, and now he is telling Paul what's next. Now get up and stand on your feet. I have appeared to you to appoint you as a servant and as a witness of what you have seen of me and what I will show of you. I will rescue you from your own people and also those of the Gentiles. Paul could have used this opportunity to tell the people all the things that he thought they should do in order to get it right. But he did none of that, because that isn't what God did to him. Jesus said, you are persecuting me, but now get up. I've got something for you to do. Romans chapter 10, in beginning in verse 8 and through 11, it says something like this, How beautiful are the feet of those that carry the good news. I guess the encouragement I have for you today, folks, is to don't be like the old Roger and look down your spiritual nose at uh, people who just ain't quite there yet. But instead, tell them the sweet, sweet story of Jesus Christ and how he took you from rags to riches, from the margins to the main story. Because that is what is going to change the world. It'll never be loud cries of what people are doing wrong. It'll be calm, humble understanding that we were once lost, but now we're found because of our beautiful Savior. And now we have a beautiful story to tell. Folks, I pray that that's how it is for your day today. And as you go out there, that you're able to find those folks who are outside the margins. We'll be back here tomorrow morning on Friday, God willing. And so until then, take care, and we'll see you soon.